Hey, Meredith, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? Great. I'm excited to talk to you today. finally to be with you today we've had a great day (laughs) (laughs) you can't keep laughing laughing. Uh, okay yes yeah we had a really great day today we um got the whole family together and we had like a cookout and the kids played outside and we played outside yeah everybody everybody made it it was a little warm but we drank plenty of water and um Got to fish a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tried flying some kites, but the wind wasn't really cooperating today. But uh, and one of the siblings got out on a raft in the yeah, pond. Yeah, in the pond um, in the neighborhood, which is maybe slightly in diameter, larger than maybe a football field and a half. And she decides to get in and get on the raft and uh, try and see how deep it was in the center. <laughs> we kind of secretly were hoping she would fall uh, or the, <laughs> the, ra- yeah, the raft would flip, but she did good. She did, she good. did good until she saw a snake and then she oh, hightailed right. yep. it out of mm-hmm. there and she yeah. was not having it. Right. So, <laughs> but, but she's okay. No, no snake bites. Yep. No snake, no snake bite. It's just a snake sighting. Yeah. She's a but, snake um, sighting. Yeah, and then I, I was the only one that caught the fish, and it was a, it was like right after we got there, but all the, the two grandsons and um, and then my younger son, they fished for a minute, I guess, but one of the grandsons fished the whole time, basically. Yeah, he has the patience, and it's funny because one of the, um, one of my nephews did say that there's two rules to fishing, patience and patience. <laughs> patience, yeah. <laughs> But he didn't have it at the end of the day. He uh, was ready to go in and yeah. play video games. That's okay. Nope. Totally fine. So uh, the other thing that you'll probably notice is that we're, we are recording this episode outside. So we hope you enjoy the uh, sounds of nature and birds and the wind. Um, yeah. We decided to stay outside for the day. Yeah, it's, I think this really is like the first nice day. We don't know when you'll hear this, but this is really like the first nice day that I've been outside at least. I don't know about you, but um, where it's not too hot and mm-hmm. just a nice breeze. But um, yeah, so we kind of thought we would talk about in light of the day we've had where we were just pretty much outside from 11 a.m. to, you know, it's about to be dusk soon. Um, so we'd kind of talk about the similarities and the differences between our childhoods and like um the things that we did for fun and and that kind of thing right and um you know for me well i was uh, one of five and i was the youngest and i was the first boy so um my early recollection of childhood was my sisters were enamored with the fact that they had a brother so Mm -hmm. that was probably either good or bad and when i was young it was kind of bad they um (laughs) they liked to just tickle me and then they would tickle me till i would hiccup and then that wouldn't stop them they had to go the step further so 
you know, sometimes um, actually probably threw up a little bit. And, <laughs> oh, um, no. Yeah, so, and I, you know, I think my mom just, it was kind of funny and just, you know, let him, let him have fun with her brother. Right, yeah, she so, let it happen. It's, yeah, it's so, okay. That's fine. I'm not traumatized. <laughs> Maybe a little it. bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, but then, you know, real simple life because, um, you know, I probably remember more, all I remember of living in New Jersey because I, when I was born, six months after I was born in Decatur, we moved to New Jersey. I may have said this before, but, and I was in New Jersey till I was like five-ish. Mm-hmm. So... All I remember up there is just snow, basically. I don't really remember much. And then when we got down to Georgia or back to Atlanta, I remember, um, you know, the, the life there was just being outside, just running around, riding bikes, riding bikes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of that today. There's a lot of riding yeah, bikes. <laughs> yeah, they, they still do that today. And, um, and, you know, a few boys in the neighborhood, um, you know, playing football, baseball, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then of course, in my, um, in the summers, my, the neighborhood we lived in had a pool. So, you know, I stayed up there a lot. And of course, you know, in my era, you didn't have to have adults to take you or go with you. We just went. I mean, you know, we told our mom we would be leaving, but she probably didn't fully, completely know where we were all times during the day. Yeah. Did y'all have a lifeguard at the pool? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you were safe up there, but, you know, I told I told him this afternoon when we would get out playing, you know, we might go two neighborhoods over, mm-hmm. literally, like crossing a not a major street, but a, a, well, a thoroughfare street. Yeah. Yeah. So it, um, but that was just common and you just, you could do that back then. There was mm-hmm. not, there was no fear of, you know, of, of anything happening. So, right. um, just, just outdoors for me is like the greatest thing. And, you know, now it's, it's, it's hard for me to get the kids, um, the teenagers that are here that I live that are living with me now and they just like to lay in their bed and play on the phone so mm-hmm. I mean but my younger son he does a good job at staying outside pretty good bit and and we go out and play and basketball and he's even trying his hand a little bit at a golf and stuff so just you know outdoors was the key for me um and then you know a little older the childhood was uh doing yard work and and Mm -hmm. back then you really had you know you probably just call them chores let's just be real honest and you know you had to do your chores and if you didn't get your chores done you couldn't play right and it was real important and you knew it was and you did them um which i think is probably a lot different from this this stage going forward um well, yeah, chores now, my mom didn't do this, but chores now, oftentimes it's like you get paid for doing your chores, mm-hmm. which, you know, no judgment call everybody to each their own, but um, that just wasn't the experience that I had. Um, 
it was just things that you were expected to do and you you mm-hmm. did them I mean you did them but uh yeah and I think it's kind of I don't know it is kind of interesting like there's a lot of things that people don't know how to do these days um because they weren't taught it and again you know whatever but well I, yeah I, I believe that it's, there's not enough of an importance on that you have to get things done mm-hmm. before you get to just, I mean, for the lack of a better word, like slack off and and do nothing. Or and and I unfortunately I think that's kind of the era that the kids live in now. And it's you know I'm sure it'll pan out fine. All things do. Yeah. But it's just it's confusing for me coming from a different strict error but yeah um you know and then and another thing is you know for fun for us like a lot of fun was you know on sunday nights my dad my mom would always cook a sunday lunch mm-hmm. and then um dinner was basically on sundays up to dad and so <laughs> you know if, if it wasn't um peanut butter and uh, jelly crackers being passed around the table one by one. <laughs> I remember hearing with about some, that. Uh, with some, with everybody to have a cup of milk, and then you you had to wait your turn for a cracker. So, and yeah, that's good because it it taught you patience and like you know sharing. Yeah, caring, sharing, caring, and <laughs> and um and I have a, and to this day I have a huge um love for for peanut butter crackers and mm-hmm. i mean last night i had some mm-hmm. i you know it's kind of like a midnight snack if if, if you know I'm, I'm up a little later and you know so i i do that and um you know so if he didn't do that he would say well let's go to the br and you know when i was really young i was like br and he goes well yeah what do you think it is and i I didn't know i mean i didn't have any idea and so at some one point i was like like were you talking about bedroom you're gonna be our bedroom and like he like well no why are we gonna do that anyway the br stood for baskin robbins so that's a good br i like that's yeah that was awesome and um (laughs) So then, you know, then I knew what the BR what was. What was your and, order? What was your favorite thing? Um, mint chocolate chip. Yeah, I knew that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, but see, the thing was, you know, I was the youngest. And so my sisters got to get cones. Well, I always had to get a cup. And my mom was like, no, we, you just have to get a cup. And it mm-hmm. really, you know. Do is pretty devastating. Right. I get it. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I'm talking like, I'm talking like the real cones, the, the, the cone shape, the, mm-hmm. like sugar the cone, hard I shell. think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Not the little, um, I'm not, I don't even know what they call them, but that I little, don't, yeah, the little teeny that little wafer. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> clearly we have a favorite here. Right. So house. anyway, and so I'll never forget, you know, and, and the, the fear was for my mom and dad, they just said, well, you'll drop it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course I was like, no, that's not going to happen. This is not fair. You know, come on. So, and I remember, I remember the day they were like, you can have a cone. And I was <laughs> like, woo, it's finally happened. I get a cone. Yeah. And so you I got it. it. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I so we used to go out story. into the, 
we used to go out of the store and just walk. It was like in a strip center shopping mall. Yeah. And we would just walk and eat it. Yeah. The minute I get out there and I must have stepped off the curb, which I probably shouldn't have done. And yep. It fell. I didn't drop the whole cone. The ice cream just went off the cone. Mm. And of course, you guessed it. See? that We knew that's what was going to happen. So that's why we haven't ever given you a cone. Mm -mm. So I let him down. I let him down. Let myself down. And um, so to this day, I don't really care for cones. Yeah. Oh, is that right? You just, you know what? I'm done. We're done with that. I just, it's, it's just... No, I'm, I'm not. It. I'm not gonna have that problem again. I just get a cup. What about see cup, when cup. I was, um, when I was a kid, like they would give you the cup, or yeah, but you could ask for a cone on top of it. How about that? Oh yeah, is that a new thing? That <laughs> I don't know. No, I would no. just ask. No, you're right. I would just ask, and they would do it. Yeah. At like. And that way you could just get your ice cream and then take a mm-hmm. bite. Yeah. Well, maybe I should try that. Mm-hmm. That's a good try idea. it, and then then you don't have to worry about losing it. Yeah. Because, yeah, that is pretty devastating. Yeah, I need to get over it. It's I, been, it's I need been, to get over it. It's probably been 50, yeah, probably I, also, I don't like it, though, because if you something. don't eat it quick enough, then it, like, yeah, it's just a whole mess. It's a whole thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's an art to it. You yeah. got to you gotta keep it licked all the way around. and It's a whole thing. So, so it's, reality is, if you really just want to eat your ice cream, a cup's pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that. That's a good idea with the cone yeah stick it in there and you're good to go yeah it's funny um this is like grandparents but it's funny because my grandmother was always kind of like she was the type where no matter what it was dessert or food get a little and get more if you want it right i never would really get more but like man my papa he would take us to the grocery (laughs) store and we'd be in the line he'd be like get you like get you a candy bar and uh-huh. then like he'd be like grab one for me and don't tell <laughs> grandmama yeah uh, so yeah and i mean we were kind of talking about that it's just it's so different with your kids and with your grandkids like i'm sure when you first saw your parents with the grandkids you were like what is this no absolutely and that that conversation came up today mm-hmm. um we were uh, my our senior was like dad will like i mean trenton could say can i have two hundred dollars and dad'd be like sure well i'll, I'll get it from the bank and give it to your dad <laughs> you know if i have two hundred dollars uh no and but i explained to her it's the joys of of having a grandchild i've i've already well i still have children that are <laughs> that i'm having to take care of bringing them up and so a grandchild is special it's really special i don't i don't have to take care of their daily needs mm-hmm. whatsoever i mean right. you know i don't mind if, if they need me to watch them or take care of them for a little while but that's not my job mm-hmm. my, you know that's that's their job to parent and i love that i don't step in that with that way at all so you know yeah so so yeah, you guessed it. I did. I bought some candy yesterday, and, yep, and, they, and they got some candy, and they had a little here, and then, of course, you know, um, they took some of it with them and took it home, so, um, but that's what grandparents do. Mm-hmm. That's that's how that works. It's 
one day you'll understand and yeah, and you'll have you'll have the fun of it too so that's their job yeah the parent gets to be the one to kind of you know give the rules and and all that and the discipline and and then the grandparent just gets to send them on home but yeah but and, yeah i think too one of the other things that's kind of interesting and this is like shifting back to like childhood and and that kind of thing is like you know when i was a kid there i'm not saying it happened all the time but there was definitely this kind of like emphasis on like sometimes you do have to entertain your child but man when you were a kid it, no we don't entertain the children you know y'all just go outside and you know which we did that too I mean we you know I had friends I'd ride bikes with and you know yeah. be outside but then um yeah I do I definitely feel like we got like when we were with you we got like a lot of your attention and like a lot of your like what I think maybe older generations or like your parents would have considered like entertaining, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the, the fondest memories I have of my parents interacting with us were like either, you know, vacations we would go, um, each year we usually in the summer we would go to a beach. Mm-hmm. We used to go to Panama city when I was younger. And then as it got a little older, we started going to Jekyll Island which we loved, and then we kept that tradition, and even you kids got to go to some of those trips mm-hmm. that we talked about. And um, and then we usually go up to the Cape because my father's family was up there, and so we would that would be one trip. And then, you know, the other thing that, that I've told you is my parents were real good about, I mean, just about every, every Saturday, anybody in the family that wanted to come to the house mm-hmm. and spend the afternoon and into the night, you know, just hanging around in the backyard and then grilling out or having pizza or something for dinner and just, just, just having fun. Mm-hmm. That was, that was like how they would entertain. Um, but yeah, during the week it was the entertainment or not, I wouldn't say entertainment, but our interaction with our parents was at meal times. And not so much the other times mm-hmm. we were just left to play and, you know, we learned and, and we're good at just, uh, we didn't need their attention. Right. And didn't really ask for it. But again, it's the, the society's a little different now and you can't, you know, we, I, I certainly right now would not allow my youngest son to just, to just leave the yard. Yeah. Without me like with him. Mm-hmm. it just it wouldn't it wouldn't happen so yeah so you know there's an evolution but yeah when you and your brother were younger um even back then tv wasn't like it is today or even like the fact that people were tied are tied to like uh technology today you know you guys didn't have much technology i mean mm-hmm. there was a few game systems but mm-hmm. you know and christopher played a little well yeah we didn't get I mean, we didn't get the actual like smartphone smartphone until I was about 14 which by that point I think I had had like texting for maybe a year a year and a half I mean I didn't get it until a little mm-hmm. later than some kids do but um yeah so we definitely didn't I mean I didn't grow up like I said so by 15 I think I had like Instagram or whatever but um it just wasn't a thing I I mean, yeah, I just remember, like, you just had to sit in your room, and you better have some, you know, things to do in there, like, um, 
Well, and you probably read more. Yeah, you no, read, I read a lot. Read more than kids do these days, and I mean, I read, and I, I, I try to get my senior, and um, well, now she's going to be a freshman. Freshman um, to read, and they just look at me like I'm from another planet. But um, and I get it, and and I, I think. You know, you and your brother, y'all are more well-rounded because of that stuff. Because even your brother reads. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it makes for a more well-rounded person. And you you have a different, you know, I, th- I think people's, like, minds work better when they learn by reading and other ways rather than learning the way they do now where they just, if they want some, to know something, they just look it up. Yeah, well, I mean, they've even talked about... Um... Here I go with science. But, yeah, there's studies that have shown that you um, – so, well, this is kind of a different – a little bit of a different direction, but it's a ride to go with me. So, like, the um, taxi drivers in New York, mm-hmm. their prefrontal cortexes, which is the space that, like, holds information kind of, um, is vastly bigger than most of the population because they just know, like, the, you know, the roads and all the, like, mm-hmm. okay, if this road's busy, we go this way, and, you know carry on so um so that's definitely one of the things that's happening now is that um I mean I have people that I work with that they use their GPS on the phone and literally say I couldn't get to work without it and it's just like (laughs) hold on really um and so I think there's something to be said for yes we have like the world at our fingertips you're right I can look up anything um and get different perspectives on topics and there's that's cool but then also like you're losing that kind of prefrontal cortex activity um which would help you out in the long run um because because you um you know you have better memory and stuff yeah um and yeah another thing too about like the prefrontal cortex and kind of like um how you're not really like working it out when you're using your phone for all that kind of like, it's almost like uh, random access memory or stuff in yeah, a computer right. where it's like you need it, but if your phone's next to you, you don't need it. You know what I mean? I don't need to know how to get home from your house because I have my phone mm. and chances are I'm going to plug it in just to see how long it's going to take. But um, so, yeah, it's just like these, the kids aren't really getting that kind of practice. And I even remember something like, when my brother, because he's four years older than me, he was in Boy Scouts, and they made them do this project where they had to, like, map out kind of the area around their house. Mm-hmm. And so for the longest time, he could be like, oh, we're turning on such and such road, and oh, I know how to get home, Mom. And I always felt so left out because I didn't have that kind of awareness, but then it didn't take long for me to, like, you know, get that. And so yeah. I think, yeah, there's just not just kids like adults are losing that too because it's one of those things if it's like a muscle if you don't use it you lose it you know yeah i mean i mean to this day i can drive anywhere around where i used to live i can drive just about anywhere in atlanta Mm -hmm. because i i had to drive when i was a district manager and regional manager um for a business and yeah so there's so many skills and tools that you have and you know, it's funny you bring up the, the random ap- access memory and stuff. You know, I've told you this. My grandfather, that was the doctor, mm-hmm. he used to call 
his um his, the his brain he'd say you know it's it's your computer it's your hard drive mm-hmm. and this was a man that didn't work with computers right basically i mean you know probably a little well papa years, but... i mean my my papa who's still alive now he's born in like 1934 or something he uh he set up the first computer in georgia tech mm-hmm. and that was i mean he had to have been i don't know maybe in his 30s or late 20s so it's like yeah, I mean, they just weren't, they just weren't around. I mean, yeah, he was a doctor, so maybe he had some sort of, like, technical, like, equipment, but, yeah. you know, it was just different. But not like computers where we would store information and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. The, the computers back in that day were, like, did calculations and, right. and, and they're, you know, come up with things. But, so, yeah, he didn't. But but he considered his brain to be that way, and you had to you have, you know, you, you got to help yourself with that. And you know, he would come, they would come, um, to our house in Atlanta usually once a summer. Even though we would go visit them, they would come to us, our house. Mm-hmm. And when he would come, he would say, "Come on, son, we're going to go to the library. We're mm-hmm. going to learn about something." And we're so we would go and we would look it up, pull the card catalog look it up yeah. and go look get the book and then read about it and then that's how we did but, but again that's that's how you learned when we were kids and so right. you know that's what i know and i i think that's a lacking skill in the current you know the current um, situation with children growing up and i think it's a bad thing i mean just you know it's good that they have all the technology, but they, I believe that they don't, you know, if, you know, we've talked before how you don't really use all your brain. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. But if, let's just say, if I'm using, if I use 20% just because that's how I learned in the way I still do, mm-hmm. even though I still have technology at my fingertips, I still learn kind of the old fashioned way. But if I have 20% usage, then, you know, kids today, I think that they're really using more like 10% or less because they just, they only, they only access what they need. Yeah. Well, when they need it. I think there's a couple of interesting things there that stand out to me. So one of them is this idea that, I mean, this technology, like I said, it only has been out for at this point, probably 11, 12 years. And so this is really like a mass experiment Mm -hmm. and you're right. Uh, you're right. Because so if we think about, if we think about, um, dementia and how that kind of plays out. So there's a couple factors that kind of, um, make you more susceptible to getting dementia. One of them is not sleeping enough because when Mm -hmm. you do go into that deep sleep, it clears out, it's called, I, there's a technical term, but kind of like gunk. I mean, literally they, I've heard doctors call it gunk. So it like cleans out the gunk on your neurons and all of that. So not sleeping enough. And then also, you know, alcohol or maybe not having a great like uh, nutrition. So those two factors will kind of, and there's other stuff, but those are the big ones, will determine how quick or, you know, you you get the onset of dementia. Um, Because chances are if you live long enough, it'll happen. Mm -hmm. So now we have this situation where you're not using all of your brain and you're not... um, you know, you're not working your muscles out. I mean, it's, it's literally yeah. the same as like, you know, if I, if one day 
um, you know, I work hard and I can bench press 100 pounds. Well, give me two weeks and you won't be able to do that if you haven't been working the muscle. It only takes two weeks to do that. And so, right. yeah, it is this massive experiment that's happening, which, you know, I mean, at this point, dementia is not something that they can really do much about. Yeah, I you know, I, I, they, they can't slow it. I don't know that they can really do much of anything for it. So, yeah, no. And, and I mean, this is kind of a different a darker kind of a turn, but there's this technology that Andrew's mom, she worked for like the Georgia Department of Aging for a long time. And it's this like VR thing that this company has set up to wear. So they put like gloves on your, and socks on your hands and feet to like do the, uh, you know, like the neural, neural pain, like the pins and needles. Mm -hmm. So they do that on your hands and feet. And then they put the VR glasses on and it's like this blurry kind of thing. They put these things in your ears to like do like feedback, not feedback like where it'll hurt your, but it kind of like is this low rumble almost yeah. on all these things that mimic dementia. And then it's this experience where you're told, okay, so pretend you have all that on you. Um, right. Okay, Brian, uh, go, you know, go to the cabinet on this side of the room and get your uh, pair of red socks out and, and grab the bottle of medicine and then you go try and do it and it's this disorientating experience where you can't do it um and also they play kind of like i think um don't quote me maybe look it up but they play kind of like this like verb like language in your ear too um right. so because that's how they kind of experience the world so anyway it's just this of course if you know anybody with dementia it's just this terrible um thing that yeah, I mean, I'm com convinced we will see a very high uptick in onset or like early onset in cases. Um, and I think I think they'll be worse. I mean, and this is just kind of a anecdote or whatever. The, yeah, an anecdote. Right. But I have this game, this DS game. It's funny because I asked for it for Christmas. When did the DS come out? I was probably seven, eight. Yeah, at least that. Yeah. So anyway, I had the, a little more. yeah, maybe I, I, so I was probably like 12 when I asked for it, but I had the first iteration of the DS, no big deal, but I did. Um, just kidding. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I asked for this game called brain age and I actually picked it up because yeah. like, you know, 2020 quarantine happened and we were all a little bored. So I like went in the closet and I found it. And so when I had my profile, which I looked back at it and I, it was, God, I think it was like 2000 before 2012 it was like 2008 or so it probably 2006 anyway when I was playing it um my brain age as it were was about um in the early like 38 or 40 or something so I retook right. the test when I picked it back up and now my brain age is 42 so mm. just in that time no it didn't increase too much mm -hmm. but you know so I'm 24 now so then I had Andrew take the test, and he's 30. He's never played a game like that where it purposefully works out your, like, your prefrontal cortex and your, you've got a couple different, like, centers of, you know, activity yeah. or whatever. But so he's never done that, and his brain age was 62. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just kind of speaks to, and this is somebody, you know, this is somebody who he can take apart 
the brakes and put the brakes back together in the car or he can do mm-hmm. what you know he's got a lot of it's not like he's somebody that doesn't have any know-how or you know and again he's older than me so he lived a life well, you before think that's technology what it, is, is it, 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 me- it measures kind of what you do know and, and that would place you in an age level no you want a lower age in this oh, okay. game so right. um it's yeah. kind of it's yeah so basically just kind of like his it doesn't measure it perfectly because it's not an mri machine it's a game mm-hmm. it's i mean it's a game but it measures yeah. how quickly you can like react to it or how quickly you respond to it and then if you get answers right or wrong like one of the games is like um a word scramble and it'll have the letters moving in a circle mm-hmm. and then you got to figure out what the word is or like there's one this one's this is kind of challenging actually where it'll be like a runner that you're supposed to keep track of where he is on the like in the like lineup and right. he'll go forward, and then he'll get, like, overtaken, and he'll go forward and get overtaken, and he'll do it, like, eight times, and sometimes the runners, it'll be three group three at a time going past him, and then right. and he, and then at the end, it'll be what place did that person get, and you have to, so anyway, it's just all these games that really, like, work it out, and you can feel, I mean, I promise you, I probably didn't, when I was younger and played it, I probably didn't feel it, but now I can feel my brain getting tired after <laughs> yeah. certain and you're just yeah. like, oh man, that was you know that was challenging. Um, it's exhausting. It is. No, it is. And <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just interesting. It's just interesting how you know things have changed. Because yeah, before I remember um, when y'all would drive me around and we'd be going on a trip or mom taking us on a trip, like she'd have the map out and you would mm-hmm. have highlighted your route and you would have this is where I can stop to get gas and this is where, and yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean things are so different. That's that's why I I've I've struggled with technology, but I've I've finally come to and realized that it's not going away. First of all, second of mm-hmm. all, it it's part of everybody's lives, especially the young kids, and I can't take that away. I mean, I can limit it, but you know, like during this um during the time where they're not in school and they're you know taking courses through the online and things you know there's things that they can pick up and you know because it's part of the email and that kind of thing they could do it on their phone as well as work on the computer and share it and so it's um it's just a whole different environment and it's so i i get it and it and it's a it's not going away it's only going to progress Mm -hmm. and get more advanced and so they've got to stay current or it's going to leave them behind well and i think it's good and bad because i mean i i remember reading i wasn't alive for this time but i remember apparently when i mean you can go back at any like paradigm shift so like when the horse and buggy came out people thought it was bad when the car came out people thought it was bad when books when books came out, when books became a thing that anybody could go pick up and read, I mean, people really genuinely thought, well, this is just going to be the end of society. This is going to be, you know, this is bad. And it's yeah. like, um, and it wasn't, it, it wasn't. And I think, so it's good and bad. And I think with anything, mindfulness and like, what's the word, uh, moderation. Yeah. And, and see, we're still there. We're still in the process of, 
trying to massage all that mm -hmm. and it's not just me as a parent it's it's society as a mm -hmm. whole I mean, well even i mean even me even even my friend my adult friends that i know it's like you know oh i had too much screen time today or like there's things yeah. you can put on your phone to where it'll like if you've been on instagram or whatever app for too long it'll go gray and it won't make it won't let you click it and then it's like well, how to turn off my uh, my device time so I can get yeah. back on. You know what I mean? So uh, we all we all have the same brains and we all get trapped in the serotonin hits. I mean, that's what they are. Yeah, and you know, it, it just it, like I I bought new glasses. I mean, now it was probably two and a half, three years ago. But you know, they start explaining all these tints and these <laughs> hues and these things that they have to like build into the glasses, and I'm like. All I'm seeing is dollar signs <laughs> or I hear and see yeah. dollar signs and they're like, well, you know, you spend time on the computer or a laptop or I mean, a, phone. a, a tablet that, or a yeah. phone. And, and I said, okay, well, yeah. And they go, well, this is, this is to help you with that because that it's harmful, you know? And, and yeah, I have it. Cause I work on the computer all day. I right. have the blue so, blocking. Again, it's just, it's been a real challenge for me because it's, um, I think that's the most glaring hit that I've seen in just the growing up of children. Yeah. And, you know, sort of getting back to where you were, like, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, we, you know, back then we still read books mm -hmm. to you and, and I, I, I like to do that, um, from my younger son and, and he'll still listen, but he's just, it's just, he's not interested that much. You know, there has to be, there can't be much else distracting him for that to be okay Yeah. for his time. But, um, you know, and I, I've said it many times, you and your brother, y'all seem to sort of, there's a lot of people that are your age that I don't think are enough grown up and are enough responsible like you guys are and so i'm, I'm glad and i'm proud that y'all have you know sort of stood true to you know you let the technology be there and be in your life but it doesn't keep y'all from just doing what you need to do as a human because mm -hmm. you know there's a human aspect to all this in that it's um the computers and everything the computers, they can't do everything. Mm -mm. I mean, they just, they just can't. We still perform basically still, you know, 80, 90% of what you have to get done. Mm -hmm. um, these phones and, and things aren't doing any of it for you. You still have to do it. So it's, it's a process and it's, it's, it's going to be for several more years before it's, you know, gotten to a point where it's people kind of know how to deal with it. But so, yeah, so the. Well, yeah, I kind of think, I mean, like with, I think I was trying to say this and I don't know if I'd articulate it earlier. It's like, we always think that things are, oh, this is going to be the end of society. Like, oh, cards are so bad and um, that kind of thing. But um, you just don't know. So I think there's definite positives. There's definite downfalls and I think that um it's all about how we choose to deal with it but um 
I do kind of think that, I don't know, I mean, it'll be, I think it'll be one of the things that might be good coming out of this is like, so my job, for instance, I do, it's all web-based and I do it all, you know, I, I do it um, online, but I do genuinely believe it, it's one of those jobs that can be done by the computer, by the robot. I, I do think like, yeah. I won't go into detail what I do because it's, um, has to do with like healthcare, but um, I do think it's something that they could eventually get to like plug into the uh, like internet, you know, and do it themselves. But I don't know. I just think if that happens, um, maybe kind of life would kind of get back to being simplistic. Obviously, jobs would have to look a little bit different. There'd have to be some sort of yeah. like income that kind of gets restructured. But I do kind of think we might be able to get back to more of that simplistic lifestyle where we do have time to be outside and to um, do the things that we desire. Um, no, and, and you're right. I mean, my dad taught me that there's, there's cycles in everything. There's cycles in business. There's cycles in things. Now, the business cycles tend to go a lot quicker than maybe the I'm not sure what what exactly the word the human we, life like cycles yeah, the, or something the the, the, the pendulum shifts yeah, kind the, of maybe the, the way that the way that uh, humans act and interact and work and um, so all that to say is that you you're right at some point the technology will probably loosen. And it will become where the, the people get more involved, you know, and the, um, I'm not really sure, you know, it, it, it might come in my lifetime, it might not, but yeah. Um, but anyway, I guess sort of getting back to the, 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 the fact of like today we had a great time and whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if we really talked about like what what were the fun things in your your childhood that you remember? Oh yeah, cuz we were we were talking about how we like kind of got distracted. Yeah, no, I I love that though. Yeah, we were kind of talking about how parents are more inclined to entertain their kids than they I think they used to be. And so um I don't know, for me, I really enjoyed we did a lot of like with you specifically. Like I'm not talking about my mom um, and what we did because that was that was different. Of course, everybody's different. But with you, we listened to a lot of um, music, right? And we um, there was a pool at one of the places that you lived. So we did a lot of that, um, which both of those things involved you. We did bowling. Bowling was one of my favorite to date. <laughs> like to date, that yeah. is one of my favorite things to do, and we don't do it very often just because. I mean, I don't really know why. It's just not something we think about, which is a little weird. But I think it, it speaks to almost kind of the shift that we've had in, like, in life. And I think, I don't yeah. know, if, if Andrew and I had kids, it probably would be a little bit different. Like, I was noticing today even that, um, I don't know, like, I forgot some of the kind of, like, household things that would always be around. Like, there'd always be a basketball or a volleyball or a soccer ball or a skateboard or, and these things that kind of, like, I mean, we've talked about getting bikes for a long time. We just never mm -hmm. have done it. And it's like, why? I mean, I guess because we don't have kids, but also maybe because of kind of the paradigm shift that has has happened. So, I don't know. I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, we definitely didn't, 
we definitely had a good time and we I mean I'm, there's a ton of things I'm leaving out but bowling always stuck out it's just so fun yeah no and that that's that's a great point we should we should when we get together again with with all you kids and and the green kids get um maybe go bowling mm-hmm. but yeah we used to do that and um yeah we i remember well we didn't really go to baskin robbins but there was a place around where we live mm-hmm. that you you remember the brewsters yeah brewsters is, and so we would we would go there fair amount and i think i was probably always like okay get cones because or get I cups, just, get yeah, cups. well yeah get cones <laughs> but I, I let you if y'all wanted cones i let you get a cone because yeah. i didn't want to i didn't want it to be what my memory was you didn't want to traumatize us <laughs> yeah. that's very kind i, I just i tried it. to to keep that on hold Out even it, though yeah. it was it was a little stressful yeah but um you know so there's that um I don't know. We would we would go for walks. We mm-hmm. I remember one place we lived there was some walking trails yeah. and, and little areas and um Yeah, there's and like I said, I think it probably I don't know, came from the aspect of like just there was a more of a attention placed on like spending time with your child than there mm-hmm. was kind of when you were a kid um but also because we, you know, we got to see you for a certain amount of time. So then it was more yeah, heightened. Yeah. So we also, um, another one of my fun memories, which we can talk about in more detail later, was like we'd watch like SNL or In Living Color, I think was more common. Yeah. We'd watch that or Sanford yeah. and Son. But yeah, stuff. Elizabeth, that... I'm <laughs> coming. I'm coming. It's the big one. That's what he'd say. It's the yeah. big one. But... Lamont, you big dummy. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, yeah, we would just, we would have fun. And I think, I mean, I don't know, in that, I think I learned how the real world was. Like, I think mm-hmm. comedy oftentimes talks about the things that people don't want to talk about. So, I mean, we've kind of like delved off of like the topic, but yeah. No, and, and see. Fun the, was more, I think, highlighted more in, in my childhood. Well, and but it was, it was highlighted in ours, um, you know probably not so much on my dad from my dad from my mom she she liked comedy and she liked to be have funny and she liked people to laugh and and that was important mm-hmm. you know with the family is to, to have fun and so we we like to laugh we get together and my sisters and I we 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 love to do stuff and you know like my mom you know she could burp on demand <laughs> she could do it I can yeah. do yeah well see it's you and it's so funny because um, I don't know about I'm not I'm not sure about your older brother. I don't know. I don't think you not can. sure. I'm, that's really I'm gonna have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do it. So, well, anyway, so my mom, my sister, um, my youngest sister, we used to. She would just burp, and we would just <laughs> laugh, and we would laugh and laugh. We like, come on, burp some more. And she burps more, and we laugh and laugh. It was just it was the greatest thing. So. I can't burp on command, mm-hmm. but you know, you, you can burp on command. Mm-hmm. Um, your younger sister can burp on command. Mm-hmm. Um, your younger brother can burp on command. So it's, so clearly it's been passed down Yeah, <laughs> and it's for a reason. It's, it's, it's look. And it life, still makes you laugh. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who doesn't like all that? 
noise is just bodily noises. No, bodily, yeah, they're fun. They're fun. yes. So, um, but that's important, and I, I, I've always, you know, I'd rather laugh than than you know, life's stressful enough, and there's a lot going on in everybody's life always. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about. And, and you never know exactly what right. somebody's dealing with. And and from one day to the next, it can be really bad. It can be really good. So, you know, comedy is just a good, it's a good distraction. An outlet too, I think, yeah. for a lot, a lot of comedians. It's like oftentimes they are the ones that, you know, like us, like anybody on the street, they've had hard lives or challenging, challenging mm-hmm. um, upbringings. And that's how they cope and deal with it and I think there's there's always something to be said for that and I you know I think it's very important so even so I think kind of to wrap it up even though fun or um how children kind of interact with technology or play it's like even though that's changed over the years um I think the thing that'll always be around is comedy and having fun and and, and Mm -hmm. laughing so yeah I mean you and it's free and it's free. So <laughs> burping then cost you nothing. I mean, especially if you can do it on command. Now, see, for me, I have to like drink a Coke or drink some water <laughs> or, you know, so I guess it does cost me, but yeah. it doesn't cost y'all. No, but, not me. But, you know, that's. So yeah. cheers to that. Absolutely. Well, until next time. I look forward to our next conversation. All right. I love you. Love you.